This is episode number eight of Dan's Digital Corner, where we talk about Ahmed Mohammed, the 14-year-old kid who was arrested for bringing a digital clock to school, and ironically, how I can relate to all this. Welcome to Dan's Digital Corner, where we try to solve the world's problems one podcast episode at a time. In this show, we talk about anything and everything under the sun. World events, local issues, politics, religion, travel, cooking, eating, veteran issues, you name it, and we just might talk about it. We share opinions, air out our dirty laundry, try to offer some sound advice, and make sure that we're all having fun at the same time. Now, welcome your host, Dan Harley! All right, welcome back, everybody. This is episode number eight, Arresting Mohammed, Mohammed for a Digital Clock, uh, recorded on September 18, 2015. Uh, I want to apologize for episode number seven. Somehow, some way, this has become the lost episode, and uh, I uploaded it. I thought it was there, and it has seemingly disappeared. So I'll fix it as soon as I can, and we'll get back to it. So I should tell you, too, my other podcast is like blowing up. I have increased it, it since doing these two podcasts, especially the other one, I've um, increased my web visitors to primeconsult.net by over 900%. So it's uh, prompting me to become a little bit more serious about these podcasts and I really want to keep it fun. <laughs> but anyway, I'm going to have to start scheduling these podcasts to be a little bit more serious about it. Um, the, the, the Dan, the, I got two podcasts here. One is Tech Talk which is technology-related topics. That's hosted on primeconsoles.net. And, of course, this one, which is Dan's Digital Corner, which is hosted on my personal blog site at danharleyjr.com. So both these are going to kind of uh, get kicked out once a week. The uh, Tech Talk is going to be kicked out like on Monday, and this one's going to be kicked out hopefully like Thursday or so. So I'm going to a day late right now. So anyway, I want to let you know about that. Uh, if you have any questions or comments for non-technical-related issues, and or this show, then send it or post it at danharleyjr.com. Also, I would love to have you as have people guests on the show and the other show too. If you are interested, uh, send me an email or preferably post it on my blog at danharleyjr.com. Also, uh, follow me on Facebook, Twitter, Google Plus, and most other social networking services. Um, my handle is usually either Mojave Dan, M O J A V E D A N, or Dan Harley. And let me know you're following me through this podcast. So, anyway, let's hear from my sponsor before we get into the main segment here. Hang tight. This episode of Dan's Digital Corner is brought to you by Prime Concepts for Internet Solutions. In today's e-business world, your business needs to be online. The problem are the technocates between what you need to do and where you need to be. Web designers, SDLers, social internet marketers, and the liking tend to create more problems than solve and drown you with techie speaks so you have no idea what's going on. However, not with Prime Concepts. Since 1997, Prime Concepts have helped business owners turn the internet and the latest business technology into effective business tools to help their business succeed. We bring practical, cost-effective solutions that generate results, and we take the time to thoroughly explain the technology so you can make informed decisions for your company's destiny. We take pride in our impeccable integrity and our eagerness to help business owners and entrepreneurs succeed. So, if you have a website that you spend a lot of money on only to watch it sit and do nothing, if you're tired of paying for services like SEO or social internet marketing, 
that you don't understand but led to believe that you need because some technical geek convinced you into it. If you simply need to make the phone ring, have more customers come through your front door, and increase your business revenue, then you need to contact Prime Concepts. Visit primeconcepts.net and start down the road to your online success. Visit our website at primeconcepts.net to access lots of great information and tutorials on how to make the internet work for your business, free and with no obligations. That is P-R-I-M-E-C-O-N-C-E-P-T-S dot N-E-T. Prime Concepts, where our success is your online success. Okay, welcome back. Um, this is the main segment here. And we're going to talk about this um, kid, a young man named um, Ahmed Muhammad. Hey, he had recently been arrested or incarcerated by the um, police for uh, bringing a digital clock to school. And um, I want to present kind of a different perspective to my friends and listeners. Uh, this, is, this story has really got a lot of um, news and social media attention. Um, lots of, already lots of opinions out there. Much of it is very concerning to me. Uh, frankly, incredible lot is, incredible amount of short-sightedness and bigotry. And, uh, prompted me to make this podcast and present kind of a different perspective of this whole thing here. And I'm hoping to, like, open some eyes, um, get some people to think and try to convince some to consider being a bit more compassionate than resentful. And, um, and also these folks, a lot of you folks probably didn't realize how this comes off of being very bigoted. So anyway, keep in mind here that um, I want to make sure everybody knows I'm an American. I was born and raised in Apple Valley, California, and I'm a registered Republican and since I was open enough to vote. So now my mom is Vietnamese. My wife is Vietnamese. I come from a very large Vietnamese family. And my dad's electronic genius. And I've always been around some uh, computer w- I've always been a computer whiz as well. So I've been surrounded by computers and electronics. And frankly, I bought, brought many things to school that would make Ahmed's clock look like an, as inert as a pack of, of bubble gum. So now, believe it or not, I was exposed to what Ahmed is going through when I was about his age, near his age. Um, just before and during my junior high years, uh, you know, frankly, America lost the Vietnam War. Okay. And uh, my Vietnamese family was escaping Vietnam, and they came to the United States with nothing. And most all the Vietnamese, including my family, you know, had 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 some type of assistance. Uh, somebody helped them over here, or run welfare, or something. Okay, and they barely spoke English, and really had no choice. They were escaping a country that is that has fallen apart, fallen that's you know, no longer, and, and going through some really really bad times. Um, I was certainly just thrown into a lot of bigotry myself and I didn't keep in mind, I don't really talk much about this and you'll understand why as we go through the story here. Um, the Vietnamese at the time were really looked down upon. Okay. We were a residual of a, of a war that Americans wanted to quickly to forget, to, quickly to forget. And, and I was, um, coming across that we owed Americans something. Um, I should be grateful for being an American, and we were losers, we ate dogs. Um, at the time, I mean, Vietnamese were perceived as lowest of low. I mean, more or less how, frankly, how how Middle Eastern people are, are perceived now in America. So, now this is an example here, a little story. One of my teachers uh, was in junior high. She actually put a class debate on whether Vietnamese refugees should be allowed in America. 
I was sitting in the, in the middle of the classroom when this was going on. And I was listening to some of my close friends debate on throwing my family out of the country. I don't know how to describe my feelings at the time. It was just, I was, did everything I could to bite my lip. Finally, I let, I let loose and I let everybody have it at the time. And one of the very few times I, I, uh, I really exhibited my issues with, with, uh, with bigotry. And, um, Otherwise, I would be very careful about how I perceive myself because, frankly, I was pretty much alone. And you'll understand why here a little bit. I was particularly careful about Vietnam veterans because, first of all, I always respected them because my dad was a veteran too. Um, and But I never knew if they had issues because, frankly, even my dad had issues as a Vietnam veteran. Um, so I was... Uh, I often got mean stares and sometimes got yelled at and for no reason okay and you know through all this stuff here you'd think other minorities would be understanding but no they weren't okay um this is one black kid african-american kid however you want to call it here um he constantly made fun of me for being vietnamese constantly uh, now this didn't happen all the time for the most part most everybody was congenial so and so forth i lived in california in a small town so everybody kind of knew me but you know, there was enough of that going on to really, really, it, it really affected my life. I didn't, I didn't, I had to say that front, okay? And particularly this one kid, he made fun of me, started calling me names, all kinds of stuff. And I'm sitting here, but dude, you know, you are a minority as well. Uh, and it got to the point that I had gotten a fight with and beat the snot out of him. And then everybody got at me and thought oh, I was an asshole because I beat up this black kid. Um, so I learned very quickly that, um, unfortunately, minority groups aren't very helpful to other minority groups. So I, being the <laughs> one of three Vietnamese in my school, I pretty much kept to myself regarding my, my opinions. In fact, you know, I wished at the time uh, that everybody understood that I was born here. Okay, I was raised here. I'm an American, just as much as all those son of the bitches that are looking down their nose at me and making fun of me and chastising my family and my heritage. I was an American as well, but um, to me, to me, people convinced that um, that that uh, that otherwise, you know, unlike, uh, in fact, unlike blacks and Hispanics, it's not as socially consenting to make fun of of, of Asians. Okay, how dare you say something about uh, about African Americans or Hispanics, and you have the entire that old media everything jump on everybody? But Asians, yeah, okay, it's okay. Um, and so I usually, you know, bit my lip and said nothing, or I make jokes to diffuse the situation. And frankly, I it took a long time to learn not to lower myself down to that that, that bigoted level. So. Now, here's something important too. Important part of my Christian life. I learned something, um, learned to do something that's difficult to do. It comes down, you know what? It's easy to hate. It's much more difficult to forgive. It'll be very, very easy for me to hate these bigots, these, these people that are ignorant, than to forgive them. But I strive for forgiveness and I pride myself on being, uh, uh, raising myself above all that. 
Now, also, time tends to heal all wounds. So this stuff happened, you know, 30 years ago more or more. Um, almost 40 years ago, kind of think of it. Um, and um, the Vietnamese themselves, they became extremely successful. Um, in fact, right now, the the most popular name in the Orange County White Pages is Nguyen, which is a Vietnamese name. Okay, in Orange County, California, in, in the California here, one of the most uh, affluent counties in, in the country, the most popular name in in the white pages, I mean, the family directory is Win. So, also, Americans uh, tend to have found someone else to hate other than the Vietnamese or whatever, so they kind of moved on. So, so anyway, let's get back to Ahmed Muhammad and what's going on here. Okay, he brings a clock, which is a school project, to school. Okay, there should never, frankly, uh, you, you can, you can. There's plenty of people out there to give the details of what's going on. So I give you from my perspective and jump ahead here. This should have never gone any further than a science teacher. Okay, this person knew Ahmed, knew Ahmed was was a very capable student. Uh, he's very capable of building a digital clock, and frankly, the science teacher should know the difference between a digital clock and a digital clock with a C4 attached to it. Okay, putting this out is to is to depict the importance. You know, this also depicts depends depicts the importance of teachers and kids' life, be it good or bad. This teacher has has permanently scarred this kid. This this is a fourteen year old kid, not a, like I say, he's not a terrorist. He's a fourteen year old kid going out, going to junior high just like any other fourteen year old kid does in America. He's very bright and uh, has a very promising future. And this particular episode crushed him, obviously. Now, will he grow? Will he grow out of it? Well, it's yeah. He'll certainly, he'll certainly go forward from here. But unfortunately, he's going to take a different, probably take a different juncture than what uh, other um, kids would have. Okay. Um, here's something else here too. His dreams are crushed. And when you punish a person for dreaming their dreams, you know, don't expect them to forgive you. So this poor kid here, all he did was 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 bring a class project to school. And that's all he did. Okay? He could he could, could have been just like any other kid. Now he's depicted as Muslim. So now anyone else thinks this anywhere close to being, thinks, I think this is a, you know, if everybody thinks this is even close to being a terrorist threat, let me tell you something. I actually made things that blew up in school. Okay, there is a burn mark in my high school chemistry lab above my high school chemistry lab table table for me. Okay, and you could ask my my classmates over there. Yeah, I was renowned for blowing stuff up in, in chemistry. Even my chemistry teacher remembers me from that. Um, I made electronics that I brought that were way way more sophisticated. Brought to school that were way more sophisticated than the clock. Okay, here's an unfortunate fact. If it was my son who brought the same clock to school, it would probably be a non-issue. Good or bad, this is the way this world, this country has become. Okay, our country has become this. And what, you know, what is Ahmed going to learn from all this? And this is something like I said I can relate to. This is a, a a tough one here. First of all, ignorant. He's going to learn that ignorant breeds bigotry. People will hate you for things that they don't understand, and things will happen 
to you just for being different. And also, you know, just because you're American doesn't mean you're equal. Even though, despite that saying so in the first sentence in the Declaration of Independence, you are not equal. And also, his kind will protect him more than his country. And this breeds, this, this episode breeds resentment instead of respect. Now, here's something that we as a country need to do. We need to fix our race and prejudice problems. We are the world's melting pot. Most people in the world, in, of the world would rather be here than in their own, their own home country. And they will sacrifice everything to be here. If we cannot figure out how to resolve our racial problems, our prejudices, then this world is in big trouble because we are the example. We are the, 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 the head of the spear in all this, the tip of the spear in this whole thing. If we can't figure out, then how is the, the rest of the world going to figure it out? Now, two things we seem to be losing in this country here. First, there is respect and compassion. We, have, we have seem to be a lack of respect for others' opinion. And frankly, I blame, I blame our media and our, our, politicians, our politicians for splitting this country up. We do not respect others' opinion. Okay, we have this, 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 this feeling that I'm right and you're wrong, and that's too bad. It's okay for me, at least for me, at least. Uh, I'm okay with people having different opinions. I may not agree with it, but I'm okay with it. And quite often, um, I, a wise man told me this. The the answer for usually the the right answer for two differing differing opinions is something in, somewhere in between. So then that's something we're missing. Without respect, we're not able to find that middle ground, that right answer between the two differing differing opinions. And also compassion. Okay, we 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 tend to be lacking compassion for others. We try to see the world. You know, I don't think we we really see the world. From other people's perspectives, you know, what would others think of think of you if you're in their shoes? You know, if you ever looked in the mirror and think, if you said something and did something or, or thought something, what would other people think of you? It, and I, I'm willing to bet people thought of that they have more compassion for other people around the world. Now, here's something most important: as Americans, we should look as Americans first okay i've always i've always uh considered myself american vietnamese not vietnamese american i've i'm an american first i will always be an american first even when i'm in vietnam and we need to look to at others americans and being americans in united as americans not by race or religion we are americans first now we can face the race problem and religion problems the world's going to follow and hopefully kids like ahmed muhammad can go to school, get smarter, do incredible things, have friends of all races, religions, and live in peace, and not become a political pawn for the media. So, anyway, that's my two bits on this thing here. Um, I'm sure I'm probably going to ruffle some feathers out there, and I love to hear from you. Uh, so you can leave your respectful opinions at my blog site at danharleyjr.com, uh, posting questions and your and your opinions over there. Um, also, give me some ideas for future podcasts, and um, consider being a guest on my on future shows too. You can email me at danharleyprineconcepts.net or leave a message on my site at danharleyjr.com. Also, please visit uh, my show on um, 
on iTunes and post a review. Uh, they love that, and it allows people to find more, find this 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 podcast. I get more visitors, all good, all that good stuff. And I very much, I would very much appreciate it. Don't forget to subscribe to my to my podcast. All right, thanks for listening, and good luck and Godspeed to your success out there. That's the end of this episode of Dan's Digital Corner. To see the show notes, leave comments, or listen to past or future episodes, visit danharleyjr.com slash digitalcorner. That's D-A-N-H-A-R-L-E-Y-J-R dot com slash digitalcorner. If you want to be a guest on future shows, then we'd love to have you on. You can contact us through our website at danharleyjr.com. Be sure to subscribe to this show on iTunes or in your favorite podcast directory. Thank you for listening. Good luck and Godspeed to your success.